we've already been talking about dicks. All right, and that's also getting clipped. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, wait, I had the perfect thing for that. <laughs> no, no, I hate that one so much. <laughs> oh, uh, this is this is great. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Come on, intro queen. Uh, Let's do it. Hello, everybody. Welcome or welcome back to (laughs) View the Anime. I. Yeah. How are you? Thanks. Good job. I'm good. How are you? (laughs) You need coffee? Um. Yeah, although uh, I did do some latte on, on it, but it's disintegrated, and now it just kind of looks like a jellyfish. That's Here, still latte art, mate. Ooh. Also, I've recently gotten Give. access to the Twitter again for this account. Not that I never didn't have access, I just got a new phone and never logged back in again. Um, and, you do it. Uh, since then, every now and again, I've been tweeting things, and nobody ever interacts with them, because... A, it's Twitter, and also B, it's just me being a weirdo. I'm okay. So the fact that nobody has been interacting with them would explain as to why I'm not aware yeah. of what's going on. Because I'm, I'm, I just, there you go. There's jellyfish. Oh yeah, it does look like a jellyfish. Jellyfish. I love it. Thanks. Should I tweet it? I'll tweet sure. jellyfish. Twitter, tweet. The way my thumb already went to GIF when it's not a GIF, but I already <laughs> did it. This immediately goes to GIF. Jellyfish. <gasps> what? Add to cart. Are you shopping? No. Why Why would I ever be shopping? Because you're a, way more of a shopaholic than I am. Look, okay, all I'm saying is, is that I haven't bought an anime figure in a very long time. I open up Twitter to see what you're posting. I see an anime figure that I have to have, and it's $40. Therefore, it's within budget. Look at us swapping gender roles. Gender, gender, what are we? Mm, otaku? Yes. I opened this morning, okay? That's why. Do you work tomorrow? Yes, I also open. Oh, well, that... Yeah, we need to like speed run this thing. Nah, that way okay. you can go to bed. It's okay. I it's Sunday, so I get to sleep in an hour. Oh, uh, well that's at least nice and handy. It is. That's why I like Sundays. I'm um, getting a promotion at work. Ooh, congratulations. Oh, big preach. Big preach. What you do now? You paint uh, more things? Yes. Um, so I'm just gonna be getting the assistant manager role <gasps> as soon as our hiring freeze decides to end such excite well it's more or less just to bump me up to a new pay scale so that way whenever i become a store manager whether it be later this year or whatever to actually be able to get paid what i'm worth yes because at present because of where my salary is currently at i cannot get paid what i'm worth no so, so they're like hey we'll give you a new job title and a raise so therefore whenever you take the next step this is available to you. I'm like, oh, big preach. So ask for all of the money. Well, the last time I asked for all the money, I was told I was being ridiculous. Well, they don't know that you run a podcast. Actually, they do. It's on my resume. Oh. 
But it's on mine too. No way. Hey, look no at that. Way. I should claim this on my taxes. You should. You should also claim it on yours. Can we both claim a dependent? I mean, probably. It's a three-year-old. It's basically our child. I think so. Hey, look at us trying to figure out taxes for next year. Aw, co-parenting. <laughs> yeah, look at us. Look at us. Um, Yeah, I got my... Well, I don't know if I've got my taxes in. Canada's on strike. Oh. So, <laughs> I may or may not have figured out my taxes. Interesting. So, I figured out my taxes and it cost me money. Aw, I'm a student, so I hope they give me money back. Uh, typically students always get money back. We'll I, see. on the other hand, I don't get money back because I am an adult. That does not have... <coughs> uh, my bad. Uh, any children. Mm. And I, the, the, our taxes are getting raised. So, therefore, I'm broke. What's your, what's your, like, tax on, like, um, just, like, clothing and shit? Like, when you go out and you buy shit, I don't, like, what taxes do you have? So sales tax on nine or words sales tax on non food items is 9.75%. So I always mm -hmm. just round up to 10%. That way I'm never paying more than, you know, mm -hmm. that, but then on food items, it is 8%. Oh, okay. And Tennessee does not have a state tax. Okay. So that's like, so we, it's 15% on non food items in ontario but we don't have food tax so you and don't then, pay tax on food items no because it's you need it to live interesting so you there's no tax on it tax-free also like tampons and shit have recently become tax-free because yay government that's nice that, yeah realizing that that's kind of a necessity <laughs> unless you want people to like be bleeding everywhere I mean... Because we could do that. That you can. Like, yeah. We could just stop. Like, this is the thing that I think that they don't... Like, governments in the world and, like, authorities in general, like, like some higher-up managers in, in, like, businesses and stuff don't realize that people that have periods could just not. Like, they very well could. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, we could decide one day or, like, in the prison system where it's, like, they're making inmates... They're charging inmates money that, like, they're not making because they're in prison to pay for pads and tampons. And it's like, okay, you, they could just stop. And then you would have thousands of people in a confined space, just not. And you have to clean that. That's your job. Have fun with that. Yeah, that would be, that would be, um, I would quit. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, or you could just provide them like you provide toilet paper because you don't see that as a non-necessity. That is very true. So I don't understand the difference between why toilet paper is a necessity, but pads and tampons aren't when it's both things that are coming out of your genitalia. You make a valid point. Have you considered <laughs> running for office? I consider running from office. <laughs> Same. Yeah. But like, that's all I'm saying is, is like, if you push us too hard, one day we'll just not. <laughs> just not. That's yeah. It. Be thankful that we do because we could just not. That is that is all 100% very valid. Yeah. Anyway, I don't even remember. Oh, yeah, we were talking about taxes. Alberta only has 5% GST, so they have, like, the cheapest tax in Canada. Don't they also have, like, the lowest population sector? Um, I think 
Saskatchewan or one of the territories would probably beat us out. Oh. Um, I mean, if you're like none of it, I don't think it was like there's probably like five people there. I mean, I'm I'm just talking out of my ass at this point. I don't understand Canadian Alberta, anything. Yeah. Out of the provinces, I think Saskatchewan probably has the lowest population just because there's no like the infrastructure there is like farming. And like uh-huh. that's it. Is oil and farming. Um But is that also Alberta? Just beef? Yeah. But also there's a level of tourism in Alberta because of the the Rockies. We have like one side of the Rockies, BC has like the other side. But we there's a couple places in Alberta that are like really sought after. So it's like Lake Louise and Banff are in Alberta and like those are world renowned tourist spots. Huh. Um and then there's also like hot springs in the mountains and um, there's also Drumheller, which is a sick place. People don't realize this, but like dinosaurs and shit. Like the Albertosaurus is a real dinosaur. 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 Um, Big fan. Yeah. Also, this just in. Oh. We've got interaction on the jellyfish. On the jellyfish? Yeah. Uh, I was like, why is my phone going off? I'm not important. Then I was like, oh, Twitter, we got a like. Look at you go. Ah, I have two likes. I'm so proud. I like to eat about a jellyfish. Yeah, you do it. You make pretty latte art. I did actually a nice one. I'll send you the nice one that I did on my drink at work today. Because that one's like actual latte art, whereas the jellyfish is like not. There. Ooh, very fancy. I Thank love it. You. Um, That was the first drink I made today. And you made it for yourself. And so I made it win, for win. myself. At six twenty a.m., I was alive at six twenty a.m. this morning. <laughs> I had been up for about an hour by that point. Yeah, I think my first alarm went off at like five fifteen, so I'm kind of right there with you. Yeah, maybe I don't yeah. know. Days are a blur at this Days point. Are a blur. I just want to go leap. Yeah, me too. But unfortunately, so no leap. <laughs> Anime. Can you tell how much we love doing this podcast? Let's get this over with so we can go have a nap. <laughs> ah, well, you see, it's, you know, um, we love it here. <laughs> we do. My coworkers at work had forgot that I did this podcast. Uh-huh. And then I brought it up again the other day and they were like, wait, you run a podcast? And I was like, yeah, I have for like three years. And they're like, what and, I, and i'm like yeah like a weekly podcast about anime and they're like you watch anime and i'm like what about me says that i don't watch anime i'm sorry like you're like what are you doing tonight and i'm like oh i'm gonna go watch anime like this is an, a weekly occurrence that happens <laughs> like, i was like good to know that everything i've been saying to you for the past nine months has just like gone right over your head <laughs> well i mean I, I don't know i guess it just kind of depends on the workplace environment yeah and I guess, like, how close you are with your coworkers? I'm really maybe? close with them. They just don't listen to me because they're like, you're a supervisor? Shush. And they'll say that to my face, and then I'll be like, take your latte and get the fuck out. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then, then they, they laugh at me. Especially our, we have a, a newest, our newest hire. She's the new baby. She's, like, 19. Uh-huh. And she's so, so Zuma. Like, like, I'm Gen Z, but she's Gen Z. And it's so funny because she'll just like, like 
one of our one of our coworkers, he's allergic to everything. He's one of those people that like you're, you're like, oh, try this, and he's like, what what does it have in it? And you're like this, and he's like, oh, I'm allergic to that. And you're like, I thought you were allergic to this, this, and this. And he's like, yeah, I'm also allergic to that. You're like, Jesus oh, Christ, God. how are you alive? <laughs> um, but the other day, our Gen Z coworker comes in. She just goes, no, he's faking it. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, yeah, yeah, no, he's faking all of his allergies for attention. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't think that what. <laughs> No, and I was like, I was like, uh huh, yeah. The 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 peanut allergy, the pea allergy, the milk allergy, like everything is just like he's all like the whole lot. The um, allergies, allergies, like the pollen allergies, just like sneezing in the corner. Um, and and she's like, yeah, totally faking it. Goes out to him, and he's just like, you're faking it, right? And he's like, yeah, sure. And she's like, see, he told you. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> she's just so chaotic. She'll yeah. I mean, She's, I guess every workplace needs like that chaotic evil character or like chaotic neutral. Chaotic neutral for sure. Yeah. Um. The other. Okay. So she's the one who yelled "minge" across the cafe. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah. She's her. She's got an English boyfriend, and he's been teaching her slang. And I'm like, girly, you can't yell that across the cafe because although I'm the only one that knows what you're saying, one of our customers might know what you're saying. So. Yeah, you never know when just that one individual is going to be there and then it's just going to all go down the drain. Yeah, I'm like, a Brit will find this hilarious, but somebody else, no. There's, Especially yeah. if they know. If they if they know that you're yelling minch across the cafe. <laughs> I was like, oh, you can't yell minch. I do love a bit of chaos, though. As a chaos gremlin, whenever I see an opportunity, I will always thrive for that. Yeah, me too. Which is why I encourage her, even though I really shouldn't. Probably, probably shouldn't. But you know probably what? It's shouldn't. fine. No. I don't you... get paid enough to discourage her. <laughs> you know, that is a valid point. And I tell myself that all the time whenever I'm dealing with shit. Just be like, you know, I don't get paid enough for this. Don't I'm going to just enough. roll with it. Yep. Yeah actually had a conversation with my um old training supervisor who's now like higher up in the company um the other day where i was like i don't get paid enough for that and she was like yeah i, I was in that position with you too like when i was in your spot i was like yeah i felt that way too <laughs> i was like i'm glad i'm glad you're on the same wavelength as me because yeah no i'm not doing that have you seen the tiktoks going around of like what it's like to be a millennial manager yeah like i i see that and i'm like yes yeah <laughs> Like, that is me to a point. It's just like, look, like I'm going to tell you this. Like, I'm going to pretend like I'm getting on to you, but it's fine. It's, it's okay. Fine. Just get, go back to doing what you were doing. Yeah. No, I do that all the time. I really shouldn't, but I do do that all the time. I mean, and, it and except just when comes they call down me to personal old. preference. Yeah. When they call me um, old, then I get mad at them because I'm like, I am a Gen Z, okay? I know I scraped the barrel on that, but I am technically, okay? So shush. I mean, you you really are like you're Jack holding on to the door in that Titanic <laughs> yeah. on that yeah, one. I'm, I'm in the water, fully submerged, but still going. I'll never let go. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm sitting there on the door, living my best life. It's just like, ah, have fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm the end of '97. That makes me a Gen Z on the vast majority of charts, but I am definitely a cusp. Yeah, because I think for most, it's like. 97 is where it starts yeah so 95 i'm good you're solid you're a solid a solid millennial my household is four generations 
in two generations. Because my oh, brother. Oh, wow. That's right. Yeah. yeah. My brother's a 95, so he's a millennial. My mom is Gen X, and um, because she's 65, my dad's 62, so he's a boomer. <laughs> yeah, my dad's a boomer. That's funny. I yeah. love that. So, that is fun information. Yeah, so my mom uh, was like, one day she was like, did you know we're four generations in two generations? And I was like, oh, no, I didn't, but cool. This is this is information. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, you can tell for sure, though, because my mom's like, I am done with this shit, and then she'll just go hide in the corner, and my dad's like, huffing and puffing about something. I'm like, dad, chill. <laughs> but my brother won't engage with my dad, but I'll, I will engage. I'll be like, dad, dad, and I'll keep pushing his buttons, and it's like, yeah. It's, it's for sure. My, my mom and my brother, they just don't care. They're just like, fuck this shit. Like, no. See, I love that, though. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. You know what else I love? Anime? Yes. And kissing people. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I am a classy individual who will not kiss and tell, nor will I have an entire, you know, spinoff not spinoff continuation of my story be made about it well it's fine it's the kiss that never ends it goes on and on my friend you know that could that could make a banger tv series okay i'm clipping that and using that as a <laughs> soundboard bit too oh god big preach Thank you very much. I got the uh, it's just been stuck in my head since I saw the words written down. And I don't even get the reference. No, it's like a, it's a it's a song that never ends. This is a song that never ends. It goes on and on, my friend. And I don't remember the rest of it, which is hilarious and ironic. But um, <laughs> it's it's a song that kids sing to piss off their parents in like a car when you're driving. Is is that like a Canadian or a Brit I, thing? I think it's a Canadian thing. There was a British version of it though. Um, uh, where it was like, I know a song that'll get on your nerves, get on your nerves, get on your nerves. I know a song that'll get on your nerves, and this is how it goes. There's that one. That's British. I, you know, I can see it. <laughs> yeah, and then the the other one is the Canadian version. So that's why I don't really remember it as much because it wasn't in my formative childhood years. It was like I was hearing it from other kids when I was older than them, but they were being piss ass annoying. Huh. Interesting. But yeah. Kaguya-sama? Mm-hmm. Kaguya-sama! Yatta! Um, I'm trying to find some sort of background information. <clears throat> I am currently failing. Don't, and you uh, pull Lex. Don't mind me. Minding. It was a movie. What or about a four move? episodes. <coughs> Brad's uh, dying. I'm dying. It's fine. Everything's fine. Nothing's fine. I found it. I found what I'm looking for. I was just going to send you the Wikipedia link. So, okay. Uh, big preach. But I found it. I do it. I already did it. Like, I don't even need it anymore because it's already done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, thank you for your help, but I I got uh, this. Like, uh, you're so fucking slow. I'd already done it. <laughs> I'm, I'm what? <laughs> <laughs> What? I'm, I'm sorry. I was just trying to help. I was. I'm just trying to do my job. I was, I was just trying to. I was just trying to get the Wikipedia pulled up. 
Emotional damage. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> oh God. I... What was that? It's me making fun of you coughing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm in a mood today. It, it certainly seems that way. <laughs> Why are you still friends with me? Uh, so listen, just like the first kiss that never ends, this is a friendship that never ends. It goes on and on, my friend. Good job. <laughs> oh, to those that are listening to this, I apologize. This Especially more... for the soundboard bits. I'm having a great time. I was going to say, this feels like more chaos than we've had recently. I it, mean, it... every episode is chaos, but this feels like extra chaos. It is. It most certainly is. You just reset my brain. <laughs> is that all it takes? Just Anya to do the hard reset? Well, it's because my brain was trying to make it English. So it just put buckle up in my head. <laughs> and I was like, for what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, you know what? It's okay. It's okay. fine. So. <laughs> Oh, God, I couldn't even segue that properly. It's truth. fine. Everything's fine. I know what I'm doing. I don't. So, <laughs> Kaguya-sama, the first kiss that never ends, was directed by Shinichi Omada, mm. was written by Yasuhiro Nakanashi, or Nakanishi. I just, I can't read today. It's fine. Everything's fine. It was made by A1 Pictures, because that has not changed the entire time the show's been out. Mm. And the film was released domestically in Japan on December 17th, 2022, with a runtime of 96 minutes. It was released internationally on, or as far as North America goes, on February 14th, which is when I had the spicy cough so i was not able to see it in theaters unfortunately however they got it on streaming services very very quickly mm. yeah so it's split into four episodes on streaming services um specifically on crunchy with each episode being about 25 minutes a piece um it is rated a 4.91 out of 10 on my anime planet on my anime list and a 4.41 or an 8.82 out of 10 on anime planet which makes it so that it scores higher on my anime list than it does on Anime Planet, which is so rare. Anime Planet usually has higher scores, like, across the board. That is very true. Yeah, so that gives it an average score of 8.87 out of 10. It also has a drop rate of 0.40%, which is interesting, because if you've been listening for a while, then you'll know that I classify drop rates in different sections. So I have, like... One season, first season of a new anime, that drop rate is usually what I go off of when I'm like talking about the best drop rate or the worst drop rate because those shows are um, shows that people don't know whether or not they're going to like. Even if they've read the manga, they don't know how the anime adaptation is going to go. So it's a first impression. It's not something that they've seen a season before and already know that they like the concept of. Um, also... If it's a movie, people are less likely to stop watching halfway through. They'll continue and watch to the end, even if they're not enjoying it just because it's a movie. Or they won't, like, 
when they're recording it, they'll just put it as watched. Even if they didn't finish it, they're less likely to put it as dropped because they don't need a record of where they stopped watching in case they ever want to eventually pick it back up again, right? Yeah. Um. So this being the fact that it is a film and four episodes, but also not a first season makes it a whole complicated mess of a genre all on its own like a classification all on its own because i also classify like second season separate um because everyone's already filtered out that they enjoy the show already and they want to engage in more content so they're less likely to drop it than people who are trying out new content um yeah so 0.40 and i have no idea how to rank it or where to put it or where it's 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 in it's whole new a whole a whole new world yeah it's in its own thing you know, I think it just pretty much classifies as a film, like as a continuation film, pretty much how we looked at Mugen Train. Yeah. Because season four has already been announced, so this isn't going to be included in season four. No. So it's like JJK Zero or Mugen Train, even though Mugen Train got lumped into the <clears throat> second season of Demon Slayer. Yes, which if we're classifying it as a film and also like it's a film, but it's also a film on a sec like later on in a season as opposed to a standalone film like a ghibli film or something so it, it compares to things like um like my hero academia world heroes mission which scored at a 0.28 percent um so 0.40 is double that but also not high by any means because we have like the my do 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 where am i at serious i mean the thing about it is though is my hero is a massively revered franchise because of what it brings to the table whereas kaguya is a rom-com yeah so it compares more to konosuba the konosuba movie which scored a 1.18 percent yeah it definitely would classify closer to konosuba than it would my hero yeah um i'm trying to so, find like killing other movies. it yeah uh because well, you've got jjk zero which was recent mugen train did get 0 0.27 but again it's a huge franchise it's like a different different vibe yeah um rascal does not dream of dreaming girl got a 1.18 that also tracks my hero is rising 1.14 yeah, JJK Zero got a uh 0.14. Mm. And Jellyfish got more interaction. Yay, Jellyfish. Jellyfish, Jellyfish does whatever Jellyfish does. That was totally out of the wrong. I I was I thought you were going one way with that and then it went a completely opposite direction. It did, um, because I forgot what I was doing halfway through. <laughs> and that's on ADHD. <laughs> Uh, yep, that is ADHD to AT. And coffee. Coffee, 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 coffee. Speaking of jellyfish, slurp. <laughs> Big gulp. Did you get it? Did I get what? The gulp. Uh, I'm sure it picked up on the recording. I did not hear it. However, I will be sure to clip that and send you just that sound bite. <laughs> oh, God, no. No, it's okay, that. I won't use that one on a soundboard, but I will send it to you. Oh god, no. I don't want to hear myself gulping. I hear that all the time. I don't need hearing it externally. 
Can I put that in quotes out of context? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, this is great. This is a fun time. Did you hear that oh, one? I did hear that one, actually. Yes! <laughs> Success. Oh, and I'm going to forget to edit those out, too. Oh, great. Again, not not anything against you. Just I'm gonna forget. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Because I have a tendency to wait till the very last second before I edit these, and then I just speed edit them and get rid of all of the you know dead noise. And that's on ADHD. Yeah. <laughs> we need someone who doesn't have ADHD to help us with this podcast. Either that, or we need to get back to like how we initially started and stay a week ahead. Yeah. Yeah, we need to do that too. But also Virgos. I'm sorry, what? If we get a Virgo, like the zodiac sign, Virgos are stereotypically like um, very organized and put together and like will get their shit done. I don't know how true that actually is. I don't know how much I believe in that. But it's a thing to be like, grab yourself a Virgo if you need to get shit done. I know nothing about astrology astrology yes i know nothing about astronauts so i cannot speak for any of that if there's one thing he does know about ladies it's ass (laughs) (laughs) are we still putting that that advert out there about trying to hit you up in the dms (laughs) i I mean you you know what we can (laughs) i'll try to be a good wingman here Oh, all right. So my dating profile is now going to look <laughs> like this. Likes dogs, likes long walks on the beach, mm-hmm. knows about ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Tinder profile is not filling out nicely. <laughs> Has knowledge about us. I have been school. <laughs> no, never mind. <laughs> You're a qualified astrophysicist. Oh, so that's what that is. Yep. Interesting. <laughs> if you put fairy lights that blink around a butt, is it astrobe physics? <laughs> I'll take myself out. I'll leave. <laughs> okay. I can go. All right. Uh, this episode's over. Love you. Bye. <laughs> bye. We didn't even, we're, t- we're disintegrating. <laughs> we. I feel like every week this just falls apart more and more and more. <laughs> why does anybody listen to us? Like, why do you <laughs> genuinely? Why do you listen to us? We don't talk about anime at all. <laughs> we used to script these things. <laughs> Those episodes. <laughs> We're also like three and a half hours long, but still, we used to script these things. We go in so much detail, and now we're just like, it was good. You should give it a watch, but also, <laughs> dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ew, it's literally one of those things to where my uncle was just talking to me the other day about podcasting and he was looking over my setup he's like that's really professional i like what you've got going on there in my brain i'm just like cool we just talk about dicks if only you knew (laughs) we look cool in reality though it's just dicks it's just dicks (laughs) 
Because <laughs> we're children, I swear. I am, I am a child in an adult body that has adult money. It's a problem. <laughs> oh. Me too. Uh, so, <laughs> Kaguya-sama, Kaguya and um, uh, Shirogane, Miyuki, they just... So, no spoiler chickens? Well, that was at the end of the last shit. Yeah, but no spoiler chickens? Fine. In retrospective spoiler chickens. (laughs) (laughs) So, general overview, just as like overall catch up. This is a direct continuation of season three. Yeah. Like literally in storyline, it's the day after the school festival. Yeah. Yeah, the night of, the day after, the whole nine yards. So yeah, it is. And it's also five days before Christmas. So it's one of those things to where if you are not 100% caught up on Kaguya-sama, please click away. Go, you know. I already spoiled the ending for you, sorry. I'll cut it out, it's fine. Will you? Um, Hey Siri, set a note to cut out like three or fuck. 34 minutes in. (laughs) <laughs> the note just cut out like three or just the fuck <laughs> that'll work that'll, that, that's, a good, that's a good reminder <laughs> I was just making it set a note because normally like I used to like take notes like as we were recording these so I would know like sections to cut oh hey Siri here I'll just set a note you. to cut out like at the 33 minute mark okay there we go that one's right i i i don't want you to cut all 33 minutes (laughs) cut 33 minutes all right this episode has officially yeah (laughs) hello everybody welcome welcome back to me anime um oh i (laughs) but you're always welcome i'm i'm not malcolm i'm blue what was that noise? I, I have oh the like the grainy noise in the very back. Yeah, like it sounded like you were taking like a really big slurp out of a metal water bottle. No, that's just my neighbor using the shower. Oh, the pipes run through my wall. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess it's better to hear a shower than hear fucking. I suppose <laughs> it's the same neighbor. Oh, it's the same neighbor. Okay. <laughs> Well, that's inconvenient then. I don't know what happened, though. I think they split, though, because it's been a while. Oh! Not well, to expose all of his drama. <laughs> oh, well, hey, at least you're getting peace and quiet. Yeah, rip. <laughs> I mean, somebody's heartstrings might have got ripped. I, I was going to say, unsuccessful. <laughs> that bad, huh? That, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She was she was vocalizing that she had a good time. Faking it, maybe? Absolutely. No question. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. This shit's great. I love I love my job. I love this friendship. <laughs> there was, yeah, it was real obvious. I was like, okay. Oh. I mean I mean 
Uh, it sounded like he was having fine. A uh, fine. Definitely. It sounds like he was having fine. <laughs> uh, I'm dying. Oh, I'm so pleased. I'm so pleased. This is great. <laughs> All right. So, you, so yeah, spoiler chicken hats. Put them on. If you're not caught up on Kaguya-sama, please get caught up. Because Kaguya-sama has worked its way into my heart and has taken the number one spot for my favorite anime of all time. So if you're not caught up, please don't spoil this for yourself. Go and watch it. It's worth it. It's 36 episodes before you get to this point. So just, just go watch it, please. Just casually. Just just 36 episodes. I I will give you all the forehead kisses if you catch up before listening to this. Okay, thanks, moi, moi. <laughs> Um... On the contrary to Brad, this being his favorite thing of all time, I, I the cringe. I struggle with this anime. Look, okay, tell me you had a good time with this, though. Let's be real here. There are elements of it that are really cute, but there's a lot of it that I die. Oh, no, I die, too. Like, the humor in this and, like, the cringiness of it is great. It's hilarious, but it's great. It's awful. I can't handle it so the bit about uh, little kaguya yeah i i fucking lost it whenever the head of the miko Mm. yeah whenever miko fucking comes barging in and kaguya and miyuki are sitting there like their little forms talking and it shows what they think it looks like versus what she's actually seeing yeah i fucking died man oh i get it but it goes on for so long and it's so cringe and i'm hiding behind my sleeve and i can't oh it's so hot Uh, you see it's one of those things to where it went on for For me like just the perfect amount of time i think if when it if it had went any longer than that like the bit would have fallen flat yeah but it was like it was executed to a T. Yeah, it's a very Kaguya-sama is a very specific type of humor. The entire show has been, and it's been consistent from the first episode all the way through to the film. There is a level of escalation in some areas because of the character dynamic escalation. So as relationships build, the feelings involved in the skits also build because the feelings of the characters have built. So whenever you're watching the cringe, now it's less shallow cringe and it's so much deeper because they have all of this history and all of these like almost vocalized emotions or like almost connected emotions, almost like they're almost on the same page and it feels like there's so much more weight to it than there used to be in like the first season when it was still like they both, like we both, we everyone knew that they liked each other, but it wasn't like, like a big deal. Now it feels like a big deal. So the embarrassment for me has increased because of that. Because I'm like, yeah, but like, Ugh! because like they, they really, like they're, they're like, it's so nearly. And that's why I can't. But it's one of those things to where they are hormonal teenagers. Yeah. It's very, very obvious by the first fucking episode of this, whenever kaguya and hayasaka just are losing their shit at each other for saying sex over and over again yep yep so yeah you have that but also they like just the character development man 
Yeah. There's... Like they're trying to like they're trying to grow mm-hmm. as people and what kind of hit home for me with this watch through was like the whole conversation about masks and like trying to break down your own barriers to bring like your best self forward or wanting to put your best self forward whenever mm-hmm. the like your partner like you want to be perfect like yeah like you want to put on that best show for them whenever in reality like that's not how relationships work that's not healthy it's also not what your partner wants exactly and that was like very well vocalized in this and it's it's such a incredible point of contention in media like just portraying this because Mm. it's healthy like you don't see this type of conversation in media in general no now granted it's done in like a very like teenager way but i feel like this is something that teenagers could watch and like actually learn something from i agree I, especially in the in the day and age of social media, we are so used to seeing, even if we don't necessarily partake in it ourselves, still seeing other people put forth a representation of themselves that is so immaculate because it is so artificial. And it's not that it's not them. And that's something that I think that they stressed very well in this show. Those masks and those representations of ourselves are still part of us. They're just not us as an entirety. And so whoever you are on Instagram, whoever you are on TikTok or whatever, um, whoever you are when you go on a, a first date with someone and you're trying to make a good first impression, whoever you are in a job interview when you're trying to make a good a good impression, all of these people are still aspects of yourself it's just uh, just more surface level than the actual depth of who you are as a person and there was some really really strong commentary on the fact that if you get to a certain point when you get to a certain point in a relationship you and you're slowly peeling back all those layers if one person is trying their best to expose themselves to the other person, to allow them in to see all of their layers and who they truly are, but the other person is still trying to put up a front of perfect presentation, it creates an imbalance in the relationship and a vulnerability in the person who has been stripping themselves down. Because then it's like, well, you've seen me and accepted me at my worst, but you're still being perfect. So that just makes me feel more insecure. It makes me feel like I should try and be as perfect as you. Like all of this, this expectation then put on the other partner. But on the same level, the other person might not be ready yet to expose the vulnerabilities in themselves of having, like of showing all of their layers and to talk about something as difficult as that and as tricky to manage as that in a show for teenagers based around teenagers and also the fact that this show doesn't shy away from sex and hormones which is something that you don't often see in anime like this like more of a romantic like casual thing for teenagers based around teenagers i think this is a really really good step in the right direction in media in general to expose to teenagers of like you know it, it's not all or nothing. Like there's, there's ebb and flow, give and take. There's gray areas. And this show does a really good job of like 
I don't know, like, just being more real. And that's strange to say for an anime, but it feels it. If, like, and especially an anime as casual and jokey as this with so much extra stuff. But this topic of conversation was, it felt pretty genuine to me. Yeah, it felt genuine. It felt real. It felt like something that actual teenagers would have. And having been a teenager at, you know, a point in my life. Were you? Like, That's it, shocking. It, I know, right? No, nah, I've just always been a six foot tall, giant, burly man. Yeah, I thought so. I thought you came out of the womb like that, you know? I mean, pretty much. My my poor mother. No, no wonder she's such a bitch. Anyway. <laughs> oh, shots fired! <laughs> That's okay. She knows how I feel. <laughs> oh, I gotta remember to cut that out. Anyway. I <laughs> <laughs> should sent you another Discord message. Cut out 47 minutes. <laughs> hey, Siri, set a reminder to cut out calling my mother a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> 47 minutes. <laughs> uh, it's fine. It'll be okay. I might actually leave it in. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? It'll be fine. I'll figure it out. I won't. But. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that, was, that was such a sibling response. <laughs> I'll figure it out now. I won't. Oh, I love <laughs> that, it so that much. was that was fully my sister brain. Just like for, like that's the kind of thing I would actually say to my brother. Like that's oh, that's uh, brilliant. I love it so much. But yeah, the show just does an incredible job of just portraying how kids, teenagers, however you want to look at it. I'm 27 at this point. All of these characters are kids. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just portraying how they would react in those situations, showing like actual growth that people, (coughs) allergies, stop it. Anyway, like the growth that they would experience in those situations and overall just really portraying a, I don't know. I feel like I'm rambling. It's just, it's how it should be. It's how media in general should portray kids instead of portraying them as a general stereotype of either just shitheads or like being the best that they can possibly be like actually having the mask talk Mm. at such a young age like this is something that i have been struggling with a lot here lately like just to sit down and get very real for a minute I I feel like the reason that this hit so far home between this and an episode of Distractable a couple of months ago, just the conversation about masks is something that bothers me a lot because it's something that I notice that I do myself mm. and I'd notice like the number of masks that I wear. And although like I do everything I can to try to, I guess I don't want to say like blur the lines between them, but like Mm. try to bring the most authentic form of myself forward. But with that being said, I also deal with a very rough combination of that and imposter syndrome. Yeah. To the point to where I also feel like I don't know like who I actually am. Right. on a regular basis as well 
so it's just kind of it's just one of those things that I've been struggling with a lot here lately. And so to see that brought forth on the screen and like see it dealt with in a like at least how I would perceive it like a healthy manner. Mm. Like that is very good to see and it's very I guess I'm trying to think of because it's like heartwarming was the first thing that came to my mind, but that's not the word that I'm looking for. I guess encouraging Mm. because if teenagers and anybody in general watching this, like if you're going through this, like this is something that can be learned from. Yeah. 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 That's, that's just kind of my, like where I've been at and like what this kind of like brought to the forefront of me. And it's something that I need to work on. Yeah. So yeah, this is this has been my soapbox. So you you go on. Well, no, it's it's and especially because like well, both of us are part of the neurodivergent community, and it that's a huge topic of conversation. In that as well, is that you know you do find yourself like hiding things about yourself in that sense, so that people don't think you're weird or because you got told that you were weird a lot growing up or you're too much and you need to like chill or you're like you need to like make eye contact all the time or like other things you know like there, there's so many and that's not just for people in the neurodivergent community it's it goes across for people across the board as well like there's a a level of societal standard that is held that doesn't apply universally and Nobody, I think, fits into it perfectly. I don't think there's a single soul on this earth that slots perfectly into what society wants of them. So this conversation of mask masking is something that also then means that that universally applies. I don't think masks are a bad thing. I think that they are a, first of all, a way for you to showcase your assets. You know, they... Like putting on a, a a positive mask when you're, for instance, in a job interview, is like interviewers in a job interview understand that you're selling yourself. There's a uh, there's a a level of of like it's it's an open secret. You know they know what you're there to do. They know that you're putting your best best foot forward. They know that you're not always going to be like in actuality be the person that you're saying you are 100% of the time, or at least they should do if they're a good interviewer, they should know that because it's not possible for a human to maintain that all the way through. But it does allow them to see your potential and it does allow them to see what you could be doing more consistently if you have good support. Same thing goes for, you know, relationships. When you're in on a first date or something and you're putting your best foot forward and you've, you know, spent like three hours getting ready and prepping everything that you're going to say in your mind. And, you know, you've, you've like rehearsed whatever, I don't know, you know, you've done everything that you possibly can to make this date perfect. Realistically, the person on the other end of your date will have already done the same thing. And then therefore you're going into it understanding that neither of you are that person 100% of the time. And if they have expectations of you to be that person 100% of the time, they're the wrong person for you. There's a level of beauty though in stripping away at those and finding the flaws underneath you. And they don't necessarily even have to be flaws. They're just like 
quirks or like little like things that you think other people will see as a flaw but in reality they may see as something charming or like an asset to you for instance you could consider yourself way too like anal about organization but then you start dating someone who is a messy person naturally and so you initially hit it from them being like oh you know i i'm just gonna leave it that way i don't care that all of my jars don't have the labels facing the same way because they're coming around and they're gonna think that i'm weird if they see that and then the two of you end up like moving in together and finding a happy medium you know and sometimes that medium never comes across and and you butt heads and it doesn't work but sometimes you know what they say opposite attract like sometimes it works so having even just a little worm of that kind of thought process ingrained into your brain when you're 17 years old like the characters are in this being 17 years old i think will help a lot of kids learn or even just like be aware of the idea that this exists and that it's not a bad thing that you have masks and i think they did a very good job in the anime of not demonizing masks of not saying they're you know you need to strip them away because you're being inauthentic they were just saying like you you put them up because you were trying to put on a brave front you put them up because you were trying to represent yourself in the best way possible and i understand that and i love that but you're going to tire yourself out you're going to get burnt out so that's why i'm here so that you can take that mask off relax with me and then when you're ready to put it back on again i'm right next to you and standing by you because they're not a bad thing they're just like it's like putting on a suit or a nice dress you know like you don't wear them every day but when you do wear them like it gives you a level of like armor i guess of like like people see you in a different light than they would normally but then you come home and you put your sweats on that's fine too you know it doesn't really matter yeah it's one of those things to where like you having done everything that you've done in the past and i know for myself i can speak to this but whenever you put on clothes mm. that look incredibly nice and fits you like to a t the level of confidence that it can give you with that is unlike anything else mm-hmm. that i think you can get but at the same time like that level of confidence also comes at a very draining cost which is why like you said like coming home and sitting in sweats like you kind of need both sides to achieve balance Mm -hmm. and again like making that balance known and like making it show like hey this is okay like weakness is okay Mm -hmm. like that's more or less like what we need because as a society especially on the male side we are like it is beaten into us like weakness is bad you can't show weakness Mm -hmm. and having that positive reinforcement of hey like it's okay to have bad days like it's okay to be down like that is okay Mm -hmm. that's just something that needs to happen more yeah yeah and and it's okay to also be choosy about the person that you want to take your mask off around you know, you don't have to choose the people that people think that you should take your mask off around, you know, if it's not your parents, or if it's not a sibling, or if it's not your romantic interest, or whoever, that's okay, too. Like, you don't have to take your mask off around people who have an expectation that you should take your mask off around them. 
And yeah, I don't know. Like, it's all about doing what's best for you and what, what feels the most comfortable for you. And finding balance. When you said find balance, yeah, yeah, find balance. This show has a lot. And, and I think this has been quite consistent with the show, even through the first and second season. Um, there's some really deep themes kind of buried underneath the jokes, comedy and cringe throughout this show. And I feel like every time we do a recording on this show, we end up talking more about the the like underbelly of the show almost than the actual jokes and comedy. Because like throughout the show consistently, it's always talking about um, you know, self-esteem and physical representation and pushing yourself too hard and um being isolated from people because of their opinions of you even though they've never even spoken to you like all of these aspects of life and all of these different ways that people have grown up have been showcased throughout this show and have been spoken about so casually that they almost slip right by and it's so clever because it means that then you're watching it and you're thinking about these things, but you're not even really aware that you're thinking about them and you're learning about them and you're seeing a different perspective. You're seeing how they progress through them and and grow and um, challenge themselves. And sometimes they don't even succeed, but that's okay too. And it's, like I said, like it's just like those little worms like that go in your brain and you don't even know that they're there. And then one day you're like, ah, oh, you know, that was like actually... Like, I, I've heard about this somewhere, or I've thought about this somewhere, or I know how that turned out for someone, or, like, this, it, and I don't even know if you necessarily remember it came from this show, but it gives you that level of, like, it's it's so casual, and I want to see more of that throughout media, of, like, just casual, little tiny lessons, little tiny bits of knowledge, little moments of character growth that are so relatable, but so small, that you don't even realize that you're growing with them when you watch them. Yeah. It's one of those things to where I believe I've talked about it in pretty much every episode that we've done on this, but the show is beyond brilliant mm. in the way that it sets things up, the way that it builds the story, builds the world around it and the way that it builds its characters and continues to give them growth and the way that it's able to hide all of that under a shell of comedy and cringe and pure shenanigans and yet once you start to peel back the layer like bit by bit you just get a cohesive picture of just everything that the show has to offer and it has something for everyone everyone has something they can gain from watching this of all age groups it doesn't matter and as the show continues it continues to build on those premises and it's just it's not something that you see very often kaguya is one of those kind of once in a generation anime yeah. that I don't believe gets the recognition that it deserves. And I feel like it's starting to more and more as it goes along. I mean, the amount of theaters that was showing this on Valentine's Day is kind of a telling of that. Mm -hmm. So I I hope that the show continues to grow during its last couple of seasons and it reaches just an audience far larger, which is why I will 
till the end of my days, as long as we are doing this podcast, continue to shout it from the rooftops about how good the show is and why I felt like it was kind of a groundbreaking thing to come to the realizations after watching this film that Kaguya-sama deserves my number one spot after being adamant for almost a decade that your Lion April deserves that number one spot. Mm. It's because the just the overall level of understanding that I've come to have from the show and continue to get as I both read more into the manga and see the way that it's handled from a visual perspective in the anime as well. Like I, I cannot dote on the show enough, just everything that it brings forward. Yeah. I also did spot a little Easter egg in the show. Do you want to know? Uh-huh. So in the last scene, like last couple scenes um, of the final episode, when they're going through their like date montage, uh-huh. um, there's a moment where they're standing in front of a sign that says love. Don't mm-hmm. think I didn't notice that those letters were rainbow. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. A, a sign, a public large sign that says love with the heart being uh, with the o being a heart and all of the other letters are rainbow that's for us queer folk like i know it when i see it like that's for me yeah exactly i was like oh boy cuz you don't get that in anime or if you get it it's like in a, like a blgl you know you don't get it like <laughs> casually and that's why i love this show is that the themes that they have are so casual. I hate the cringe. Not for me. Not my humor. I die every single time. I hate watching it. It's awful. I skipped, like, so much of the first two episodes because I couldn't, like, gonna die. But the the hidden themes throughout this show are genius. I cannot agree more. The show (laughs) is absolutely brilliant, and I love every bit of it. Because Brad likes to torture himself and thus torture me. That's more or less torturing you. I have a great time watching these. Although it reminds me how much I suck at relationships, but you know what? Oh, it's fine. You, I'm, well, you don't suck at friendship relationships. I have never witnessed you in a romantic relationship, so That's I don't fine. creep on you that hard. I mean, you, you've seen the progress of my relationships throughout this past half a decade that we've been friends fuck we've been friends a long time uh it's been been a very long time we're old we are we were old. babies uh i mean we we were below the threshold of like fully developed brain but baby yeah. i wouldn't i wouldn't we, i wouldn't we go didn't that have far fully fully brained free con- pre free contal protests uh that's too big of a word for me to understand. I'm going to need you to dumb it down a little bit for me. Yeah, let's try a prefrontal cortex. It's smaller words, please. The bit in our brain when we're under 25 and it's not full. Oh. Prefrontal cortex. <laughs> I think. Uh-huh. I think. I don't know enough. I'm talking out of my ass. It's quite a skill that I have. I am very proud of you and your skill set that you have. Thanks. So, so shall we shall we talk about the progression of the episode since we seem to have a 
common theme of the past few episodes just not talking about what actually happens in the <laughs> anime cringe happened then more cringe then a little bit of romance then some more cringe and then romance all right i like your breakdown i guess we can end the episode there <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, yeah i love it um, big fan yeah so uh kaguya and um Miyuki Shogane, they start talking with individual people about what happened at the um, school fair thing, whatever it was. And um, everyone's like, uh, you fucked up. You didn't do what you were supposed to do. And then they get embarrassed and scared. Um, and so then Kaguya turns into a baby. Except she doesn't turn into a baby. It's just how it's visualized, and it leads to Blue cringing her ass off. I hated this. So, first of all, I hated the fact... I get it. They're teenagers. I understand why. This makes perfect sense. I get the logistics of it. But I hate the fact that their friends were like... That's... <laughs> you went too far. Or, like, you... Like, even if they didn't explicitly say that, like, that's... You know what I mean? It's like... <laughs> Um, and I just wanted to be like, it's fine. It's fine. It's totally fine. But like, I also like, I get it. I get it. But like, I hate that. So then Kaguya was embarrassed and turned into a kiddo because of it. And her brain stopped working. Um, and then, um, Yuki really wanted to talk with her about like what had happened, like where their relationship status was at. She could not handle it. Um, so then he tries to dumb himself down to be able to talk to her in her own, in her dumb brain cell. Um, and then they just end up saying each other's name over and over again, flailing like the wacky, waving, inflatable arm, flailing tube man. And I hated every second of it. It was absolutely brilliant. And I am 100% here for it. Oh, it was great. I it loved it so much. It was wonderful. So it was a blast. And you I know hated it. it. Question. Answer. Your Gen Z underling at work. Yeah. Would you consider her like Chica? Yes. <laughs> like with... just that level of chaos. Yeah. But with more Ishigami, like halfway between. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Like there's some, there's definitely some cynical in there. There's some like, but yeah. How do we know that Chica's not cynical? I mean, true. But, like, Chica, but, like, on a bad day. Not that my employee's grumpy or anything, but, like, she's a a little quick with them, like, little snippy, little snippy bits. And I'm like, girl! I mean, I can appreciate that. I also am one for quick quips. Mm-hmm. Because at it's one of those things to where at work, the amount of times that I've gotten my boss and our other full-timer like to just bust out laughing whenever they said something and I just immediately fire something snarky back. Yeah. The, the amount that it happens is great. So therefore, I can 100% appreciate that. Yeah, it's fully that. It's like, um, if I care about you and I actually like appreciate your friendship and everything, then I'm going to insult you. And that's what it is. Yeah. If she ever compliments me, I'm I've done something fucked up. Oh. It's going to be a bad day because like she shows her love by telling you that you're annoying. 
(laughs) (laughs) She's one of those people. So does that just mean that you don't know how to get a read on me, considering you get both sides of me? Um... You're an exception because in my head you're actual teddy bear, like no, like a giant bear. Like I say a teddy bear, but like you're like a like a grizzly bear. Um, so like, so like I get like the the squishy cuddly vibes, but I also get like you're an actual bear. So <laughs> you just gotta interpret it for whatever it is. Yeah, it's like it's like has this bear eaten food? Okay. <laughs> How long ago did this bear hibernate? Okay. Is oh. it cold? Okay. Is it too hot? Oh, okay. <laughs> like, is there a fly bugging it? Like, these are how I navigate my friendship with Brad. He's an actual bear. You can also 100% tell what kind of mood I'm in because you'll either get stupid shit or you'll get me sending you a bubble figure. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Hate you for that. I was so pleased the moment I saw that, I screenshot it and sent it to you, like without even a second thought. I was so disappointed in you. I was like, Oh, I love you too. (laughs) I was like, I was like, Wow, this is my friendship. The the thing that I hate the most, who's gonna send me a screenshot of merchandise for it? Wow. The thought crossed my mind to not do that, purchase you, it, and mail it to you. I, I I know you were thinking that, and that's why I only sent you a gif of disappointment. <laughs> because if you would have actually sent it to me, it wouldn't have just been penis confetti in your package going back, okay? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What would have been in the package? <laughs> Actual ticks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I mean, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I mean, I mean. Uh, uh, I had one of those quick quips. Don't issue me a challenge, my time. guy, because you know I'll meet you. <laughs> well, you see, I, I've already had my one bit of, like, expletive going off whenever I was talking about your neighbors fucking earlier. So I'm not going to. Uh, that's my one bit of. Just going off at this point. I'm, I'm not gonna sit there and go into it. <laughs> I'll get you one of those ones with a suction cup on the end. You can stick it on your forehead like a unicorn. <laughs> God, it, you know the customs agent that opened the original package would be the one to open that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would go back and forth. Would, would like, prob- oh, it's fucking these guys again. Damn it. Damn it. More dicks. <laughs> Too many dicks. Too many. That, that's become the tagline of the podcast. Should I update the logo to just the bottom <laughs> bit instead of it having the ads for our socials? Just too many dicks. Yeah. B&B anime. Too many dicks. <laughs> for most others, I think it would be about jiggle physics. For us, No. Well, I mean, Keijo was enjoyable. Let's let's sit here and be honest. Keijo is a masterpiece. It is glorious, and I still suggest it to people to this day, mainly because I'm an asshole. No, I I do too, as well. Um, Usually on my first meeting with them, when they say, oh, you're into anime, what do you recommend? It's always the first one to come out of my mouth, and I'm like, people are going to think I'm real weird, but like, honestly, it's really good. Uh, I mean, it is great. It gets a lot better than people give it credit for, that's for sure. 
For sure. I mean, that's the reason why I recommended it to your friend. <laughs> and Tree still hasn't watched it. How rude. Tree, I'm going to uproot you. I mean, so <laughs> we've we've made it a running joke now in one of the discords that we're in to keep um, changing Tree's name to shit. Mm. So at present, he is a acorn father. Okay. Or no, it was acorn spreader. My bad. Okay. And then uh, Papa Acorn was also another one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just little, it's just little shit like that. Um, you could go for acorny oak, like a corny joke. Good job. <laughs> I'll leaf now. As you should. Yeah, I'll pack my trunk. You should uh you should really branch out on these puns. I I need to, honestly. Yeah. Uh I need to get to the root of the problem because yeah, it's becoming a real one. Yeah, tell tell Becky not to be such a birch. Yeah, yeah. You know, the more we talk about this, my skin's just going more and more ashen. <laughs> I had nothing else. Actually, I did have something for that. Um oh. That goes on for way longer than it should. It does, yeah. We were barking up the wrong tree with that one. Yeah, maybe. Maybe just maybe just a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, um Out of our elm ament. So okay, I'm done. I promise. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Um, so what do we give it? What do you give it? Because we all know where I'm at with it. You're at a 10 out of 10. I am at a 10 out of 10. I am here. <laughs> I, the thing is, I'm at a, I'm at a, um, confusion. <laughs> Just going to put a question mark in there? Yeah, because there are so many parts about this show that I think are really clever. There's also a lot of things that are just really solid like you know animation style solid character design solid voice acting solid like it's just like they're just stable by this point like they haven't they're just consistent right and those there's something that's really i like that's a really good thing i struggle to watch aspects of this show because i find them so like ugh, um <laughs> I, it's just not my humor. Mm -hmm. And, but then I really deeply appreciate the, um, themes that the show expresses, but I feel like I'm like digging through ick to get to them. You know what I mean? And it's not that the jokes are bad and it's not that the, the, the plots are bad or anything. It's just not for me. I totally get why it has a nine, uh, eight point nine rating, and near nine out of ten, because it's it's definitely like it's super solid. Like people who love this will love this. I love a lot of aspects of it, but I don't watch it for fun because it it just gives me like sets my teeth on edge, gives me heebie-jeebies. I don't know why. Some shows that are like this, I can watch. This one, I struggle with. It's. Uh, 
it's like that one moment in Harry Potter where he is smiling at Cho Chang but forgets he has a mouthful of water and smiles and it all spills out of his face hole and I can't and I skip it every single time I ever want to watch the film. Like, I, I, ooh, it's just not for me. It's never been for me. It will never be for me. But if you like that kind, that kind of comedy, you'll love this shit. I mean, I, makes sense. I heard typing. I knew you were going to do that. I knew it. I knew it. I was like, he's going to send me a gift of it. I knew. You're awful. You're awful. I knew. I. It was in the back of my head. I was like, I heard typing. I was like, I know exactly what he's doing. I should have muted it, but I didn't think it was going to pick it up. I knew. As soon as I heard that, I was like, he's sending me the gift. Oh. I spent $1,000 on this recording setup, and it still picked it up. My fucking keyboard clacks. Damn it. I like a clacky keyboard. I mean, I I hope you're still enjoying yours. I very much so. It's featured in the um jellyfish pig. Yeah. So peep the keyboard on Twitter at B and B anime. I know what all of our socials are at. Yeah. Um, I don't. That's okay. It's fine. We figure it out. So yeah. I give it a 10. Blue gives it a question mark, which means together we're at a 10. That's all that matters. Aww. I love me too. (laughs) I'm losing my marbles. Hey, so after this recording, you want to watch the vlog from the Knoxville trip? Yes. Because it's only like nine minutes, so we got time for that before bed, right? All right, so let's wrap this bitch up. Bye. Uh, Next week. (laughs) Could you imagine if we just didn't do the outro and just said, let's wrap this bitch up. Bye. And then we we did not do plugs or anything last week. We literally just wrapped that bitch up real quick. (laughs) It was just a short bit about doing Kage. I was like, all right, love you. Bye. (laughs) So. Next week, as I was telling Blue before we sat down for this recording, we're doing a we're doing a little bit of something different next week. We are doing the first episode of an anime because Dogakobo have presented to us a very unique anime presentation. And by unique, I mean the first episode is an hour and a half long, so it is the length of a feature length film. It is a little anime about idols on High Dive called Oshinoko. You've probably seen it advertised literally every fucking where. Every time I'm in between fucking Snapchat stories, reading between those, Instagram reels, stories, all that other shit. It is everywhere. High Dive is putting so much money into the marketing on this, to which as they should. Because as I was telling Blue before this... I watched the first episode and it has a promised Neverland hook on my soul to where I finished the first episode. I cried. Like, I'm going to be honest. I fucking cried. Oh, and just my God, I will say though, if you are going to watch it, we'll, we'll get into why next week. If you are going to watch it, the first bit little uncomfy, like I was, I was very uncomfy with it for a little bit. Not not gonna lie. And I am the king of cringe, the king of putting up with shit for the bit. I cringed a little bit. However, this show 
is hands down quickly becoming my it's certainly my anime of the season for now and has if it continues on the path that it's going could very well be my anime of the year for the current season of stuff however it gives you a very very healthy dose of emotional damage so you you have that to look forward to I put that on the soundboard specifically for this. So, <laughs> so yeah, so it will be a very interesting time, and I most certainly look forward to hearing your thoughts on it. And we want to hear your thoughts on Kaguya-sama, whether you've seen the film, what you think about the whole mask de- debate. Just have a conversation with us at the socials at BNB Anime on literally everything. Uh, YouTube videos will be returning soon. I've caught up to the uh, end of the year episodes, which I'm currently trying to work on a video format that I think will suit those because I made special thumbnails for them. And therefore, I want the videos to actually be, you know, reflect that as well. So I'm trying to, like, make some fancy edits and do that shit. So those will resume soon. And once those are done, we will be back to regularly scheduled programming because then I can crank out the episodes like it's nobody's business. Yeah. And then, yeah, you can find Blue at Blue's Lavenders. Lavender spelled with an A. I don't know how many times I have to sit here and have this conversation, but I'm going to do it anyway. And I actually remembered your proper handles this time. So that's a thing. Such success. I don't remember yours because I'm sorry. I'm a bad friend. That's uh, fine. Instagram is Brad Garen VO. And then you can find me on Twitch at Brad Carter gaming. Although I am pretty much retired from streaming. It seems like the RP server is about to kick off some court cases. And as the head judge or head bitch in charge of the department of justice, depending on how you want to look at it. Um, I will be streaming the court cases because I am very intrigued to see how this goes and also i think it would be fun to break retirement just for some rp bullshit sounds like fun to me yeah so with that being said thank you all so much for listening i greatly appreciate it we will catch you all next week love you bye bye